0: Hello and welcome to the Off the Mark podcast. I'm it's Luke and with me as always is
1: It's me, Fred. There I am.
0: Yep, he's here too. He's always here. Can't get rid of him. Nope. Um,
1: like a bad rash. Uh oh. Uh, that's
0: unpleasant. Um.
1: Indeed.
0: I, I yeah, sure. Um <laughs> So, this episode is the first of a couple, at least three, maybe four, um, on the sequel trilogy because I am very opinionated on the sequels. I know, he is semi-opinionated on the prequels, or well, sequels, damn it, not prequels. Prequels are fine, we'll talk about them one day.
1: I could talk about the prequels uh, quite a lot if I could.
0: Yeah, I... I couldn't talk so much about the prequels then there uh, that's about it all i have to say on the prequels uh Clone wars is good though but mm-hmm. yeah um so this is on the sequels um there'll be at least three parts of the series there'll be this one and i'll explain what this is in a minute um there'll be the next one uh which will be a couple of weeks away in which we review the sequel trilogy after we watch them again and then after that two weeks after that uh We'll have a- another thing that I'm not going to talk about yet, um, because I can't guarantee it's coming that week. Should do though. Anyway, um, so this episode is going to be on uh, talking about the sort of the background to Seven and what happened between Six and Seven, and well, why I think it—that's where the sequel trilogy went wrong. Uh, for me, the whole gap there is what completely ruined the sequels uh because of what they did with it Uh, i'm gonna go off as much canon as i can if a few things i say have been removed from canon whoops um but the information i'm using is from various different points in time so you know yeah it should should work out fine it should all be canon but you never know with disney Okay, so um, first thing I want to talk about is uh, the Battle of Jakku. Um, so after the Battle on Endor, the rebels kept fighting the Imperial Remnants until the final battle at Jakku, where the Imperials were forced to sign a treaty that made them hand over almost everything and to disarm. Uh, some of those Imperial Remnants took off into the Unknown Worlds, and evolved into the first order while the rebels formed a new republic and also decommissioned most of their military because peace. That's a quote out from a Reddit from Kaza 1401604 Um so yeah. Um so I think that's probably where you get your first issue. Um the first order is the Empire again. Like you could have done anything else, but you chose to do the Empire again. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there are more interesting stories to be told than our Stormtroopers and Rebels and our One Jedi. Um, Like The prequels, as much stick as I give them, at least they're a new story. Um, They weren't a rehash, really. We did have a giant trade federation death star and number one but it made more sense than having star killer base um when you look at star killer base that came from what was apparently imperial remnants they turned Islem, which obviously was already like a mining facility for the empire right like they turned Islem into a base that absorbed suns and shot lasers that could de- destroy plant- five planets at once, and yeah,
2: and
0: that that is just like okay. Even if you managed to pull together like a planet worth of people, I don't think you could do that. And considering also, as it said there, the Empire had to hand over most of their resources, most pretty much all their weapons and stuff. How are you going to then be able to source? something that gonna extract the energy from a sun convert it into a laser and fire it at five different planets when lasers technically should not be able to split like that even in star wars you can't really do that i not want because the second you split a uh laser in star wars uh, into many different segments uh it means a lightsaber can cut straight through a um a blaster bolt. That's just the logic there. If you or if you get a thin enough lightsaber, it can just slice through, kind of like um, Deadpool, X Men Origins.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you, know, you could just sort of. Oh, and then it splits and goes. Uh, I think that kind of ruins the logic. And also, um, having that circular Base. Oh, it can kill five planets. Oh, by the end of that one, you're really sick of seeing planets destroyed. It's, oh, that means nothing now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, oh, you destroyed five planets full of people. I have no idea who they are, except one of them played Vixen and Charlie on Legends of Tomorrow. You yeah, know, that's the only thing I know about any of those five worlds that were destroyed. <laughs> like, um, I know there was a deleted scene with uh, Leia telling the actress who plays Vixen or Charlie uh, to go to the... Re- public and asked for more resources but that was cut because they wanted to save Leia's reveal until Taco Diner which really, which really hurt the film like it just why would I care about this planet? So at least give me one character to care about but I only care about this character because she's played by an actress I know mm-hmm. so maybe if they'd made one of them Corson, maybe but even then I don't know anyone on Coruscant it's been like a hundred years since we've been there 100 years might be a bit of a stretch. 70,
1: yeah.
2: 60.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, it, you need to give me a reason to count about these five planets being destroyed. And if the Empire, who had all the resources of Galactic Republic and the Separatists, had those combined resources, could only go as far as to make a death star that shoots one laser that can just about destroy a planet. If they can only do that, imperial remnants should not be able to. Oh yeah, just five planets. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, sure. It's like that just doesn't. No, that doesn't function. Because if this is possible, remember this is only forty years earlier. You'd say, like, or forty years later. Yeah. Then surely there would have been some form of this text happening somewhere and it would have been prototyped on the second death, so at least all it's been pulled down to some writer's arse at JJ Abrams. Is it on Twitter? Um, but I
2: just
0: like it, just doesn't function as a thing because it immediately destroys all tension. It's you know, it has a purpose. Um, but only really a purpose for the audience, not a purpose within the story. So, uh, destroying Alderon was to send a message to the Rebellion. That had a purpose in-universe, not necessarily to the audience, because the audience really don't know. Plus, they know it's currently a Rebellion. Yeah. They
2: destroy,
0: they destroy a large amount of the Rebellion, that's the message. But here they destroy a galactic republic um which we've never seen uh only to make it Empire versus rebels again because if you don't destroy the, the republic then oh okay well well then 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 we can't do our bad guys chasing good guys kind of thing and also why are the Republic and the resistance separate why aren't why isn't the Republic the force to fight against the First Order why can't instead of having Dakar which is the planet the rebellion or the resistance whatever they're the same thing at this point was situated on in episode 7 you don't need Dakar you have them all um, on the Republic because that's what would happen You know, you have a... It might still be small. It might still be a small military force because, well, there's peace. But you still need the ability to snuff out when there's a rebellion against the Republic. So even if there's a small fleet, you still need a fleet, and that's where you put it on the Republic. But you can't have the Republic because it makes the good guys too strong. You can't think of any other ways to make the good guys weaker. it's just a lot of, a lot of things in in this interlude and kind of in seven are purely done for the writers to go, okay, status quo, there you go. Oh yeah rebels. Oh, I haven't seen that before because <clears throat> um, there are other ways of writing that. and also so uh, the first order of been covertly stealing children. They've also been turning one of the main sources of kyber crystals into a space station for minimum 30 years. Because otherwise, how would you get it done in time? But no, no, the, the Republic definitely haven't noticed yet. Mm-hmm. Like, but apparently the Resistance already know about the First Order. It's in a confusing situation where the resistance seem to be made to stop the First Order, but also the Republic don't know about the First Order because they're being covert. But General Leia should be the head of the entire Republic. Or should, at least should be a higher-up, at least. And surely this should be communicable, and especially when you get to the Knights of Ren. The Knights of Ren have existed for ages, even though we learned nothing about them in Nine, but that's not the point. Oh. Oh, they're ghouls. That's what we learn.
2: Um,
0: yeah. But, like, the Knights of Ren, everyone... Oh. Leia, Luke, at least knew about the Knights of Ren. They could have brought that to the Republic. The Republic should have been a lot the second anything happened. Any sort of resistance against them, any sort of empire yeah. rose again. But, no... um. They've been stealing children. Uh, we estimate they've stolen mm, couple million children from. Oh, covertly though. Covertly. Oh, Lando's yeah. daughter too. Sorry, sorry. Jana being Lando's daughter is so stupid because if if they saw Lando's daughter, uh, let's say ten years after the Return of the Jedi, I think we can say Janna is probably about twenty. Um. Mm-hmm. It means the First Order have been known about for 20 years. Oh yes, yeah, but covert, covert. Because one of your best friends, one of the people who saved the entire galaxy. I'm sorry, no, nah, no, nah, nah, their, child, their child being stolen is covert. They wouldn't immediately go, Leia, 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 we have a problem. Stormtroopers, but again... Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Mm. Look. Um. I think I'll probably get back to the Republic in a minute. But first off, but um, not first off. I've already been talking for ten minutes straight, very much. Um. Poe Dameron. Screw mm-hmm. you, JJ. Um. Poe Dameron. His parents were. His parents fought in the battle on Endor. Um. They're not pointed out as are oh, these two characters you can see but they, were, they fought on the battle of endor um polamon grew, grew up with a false tree outside in his garden uh, you know that like tree with the books in
2: mm-hmm. on yeah
0: um yeah he, he had one of them growing in his garden as a kid but no uh, we make the only latino in this universe or in the sequels a drug dealer <laughs>
2: Right.
0: Like uh I know in nine they wanted to explain him being able to smuggle and um or was it Hotwire A speeder and having connections to Jana? Not Jana. Um what's her face? The one with the head thing.
1: Uh, uh Kerry
0: Russell, um I can't remember the actual character's name. I can't remember either. Uh, uh, the one that's friends with Babu Frick. Um, but the thing is, you can give Poe these ties because he's the best pilot in the Resistance. He's the best pilot in the Resistance, and, you know, he's bound to end up in situations where he'd have to learn to hotwire a speeder. And so when he hotwires a speeder, it makes sense. That's not something he needed to explain. You could have, if you needed a character a- to ask, um, you he could have literally just said, oh, I've been around in this galaxy, you know, he, he's been in the rebellion pretty much, or in the resistance. I mean, technically only for two days, but also for 10 years of his life simultaneously. Um, because, you know, why do you need a Republic uh, resistance if you didn't know about the First Order? But that's all a mess. Yeah. Um, And having connections to... Like, I can't remember a name. Oh, how about the most cast? Carrie Russell is Zoe Bliss. Yeah. You know, it makes sense if you knew Zoe Bliss just from doing and not op- doing something on that planet. You
2: know, yeah. Th-
0: They've had entanglements, yeah, sure. That that works fine. You don't need to justify it by him being a spice runner. <laughs> but, you know, gotta make the gotta make the Latino a drug dealer, right? Right. <laughs> um. And so, oh, ha, ha ha. Um. So, the empire was over. Um. Luke. Him being on an island could have worked. I mean, it was stupid, but it could have worked, provided he'd done he'd done it for a reason that at least seemed or was or would logically make sense for Luke to think it was heroic. Uh, Rian Johnson said many a time about Luke's um going into hiding in The Last Jedi to be, oh, Luke thought it was heroic. It didn't seem heroic at all. He was just sort of on an island. Oh sad. Oh oh, I'm sad, man. Mm -hmm. Um Also eight ignored Snap Wexley, who disappeared for eight and then came back in nine. Which is stupid, but ooh see all of these characters that were just sort of so it's So this Resistance, it's here, but apparently it wasn't doing anything. Maybe it was there to look for Luke Skywalker, which would have made a little bit of sense. But also, that would be a Republic matter. Luke Skywalker is the saver of the goddamn universe. I bet. Yeah, it's like, this isn't a tiny little operation. This is... So that just doesn't make sense on its own. Oh, my my throat's going. Um... So, uh, so Snoke, um, Kylo, was tempted by Snoke, who was Palpatine, but when they wrote all them books, he wasn't Palpatine, or he wasn't a botched Palpatine clone. So I don't even know what you say about that. Jesus. So, so Snoke is a botched Palpatine clonish thing. thing. Uh, the point of him, uh, Snoke being scarred up, was so that no one, so that nobody could identify where it came from. However, um, yeah, he got was- uh, completely destroyed. I don't know why. So Palpatine had a couple tanks of them. You assume he was making more, which didn't make sense. But I'll get to that in the uh, sequel trilogy review. Um, but why didn't uh, Palpatine make an army of Snokes? Just, I mean, he had three tanks. Even if it takes ten, it would have taken... Maximum 10 years to make a Snoke clone So why not have like nine of them Part of the time the sequel trilogy comes around Have an army of Snokes They're supposed to be some of the greatest Sith Lords in all of the galaxy Able to shoot Force lightning Why not just have an army of them mm-hmm. oh. oh. Do you have anything to say? I need to stop talking for a minute And grab a drink um. <sighs> Uh, just on the, the the gap on the status of uh, going into The Force Awakens, anything like that?
1: Um, I think obviously everything you're saying is quite spot on. Um, hmm. I don't really have anything else to add.
0: Oh, um, okay. Uh, hold on. Let me search up, um, Rise of Skolker. Oh god, plot holes. Let's ha- let's have a look, because sure, so Maybe, just maybe, maybe Rant will be able to answer some of the problems. Oh yeah, light speed, light speed skipping is stupid.
2: Mhm.
0: But I'll get there. Uh, like, speed ramming is stupid, but I'll get there. Um, um, so I think Palpatine being alive is stupid. Palpatine would have had to have been alive. Sorry, so, sorry, no. Um, Palpatine would have to be on Exegol pretty quick. Um, because he needed to make Snoke to tempt Kylo around age 10, 15. That's when Snoke started to tempt Kylo, um, which doesn't, so, and then, but then, by that logic, it could have taken, like, a day to make a Snoke, because we don't know how long it took Palpatine to his spirit, or some crap like that, to get back to Exegol, and then he could, and then by then, it might not be ten years per Snoke. Or ten years per three Snokes. It might be 20 minutes. Therefore, Snoke army. Uh, also, having the entire opening of your film being Fortnite is not good.
2: Nope.
0: You know, Palpatine was blown up twice, but... Uh, yeah, he's alive. Mm. Yeah, um something I've seen here on the Den of Geek, uh, Riderskirk plot hole thing. What, why did Luke, who is hesitant to train anyone with potential dark side tendencies, train Ray if he already knew she was a Palpatine?
2: Hmm.
0: But he, he pulled his lightsaber out on his own, uh, nephew, right? Nephew, is that the right word? Sure. Yeah. Um, but Ray. He, he gained a fondness for because reasons. Oh, oh, she's a team, but I see the good in her. Of all the people who do not understand redemption, the son of Darth Vader pulls a lightsaber out on his own nephew? That doesn't logic. And also, um. So initially it was thought that the Knights of Ren were some of Luke's other students. Uh. I assume that's something you were aware of, right? You're aware of that. that yeah. They was, Yeah. I, uh, they can't be because Luke and Kylo fought them while Kylo was training. The Knights of Ren have been around longer than Kylo has been training, I, I believe. Knights of Ren have been around a very long time, which means Luke's students were probably all killed by Kylo uh, when the temple came down, which doesn't make sense because... Kylo had an issue with Luke. If a lot of them had been tempted by Snoke and they became Knights of Ren because of Luke's failures, uh, Ben convincing them, and Snoke being in their heads, then that would have made more sense. But in fact, I don't know what happened to the rest of them students.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They don't tell you because if Ali had a bunch of students, but no, they are all gone.
2: Yeah. It would have made
0: sense if Snoke showed up, managed to... Uh, Get that last sort of tip over the edge for Kylo, and then they and then Kylo managed to convince. Um, if Kylo had managed to convince all the other students that Luke had turned the lightsaber on him, and then they all became the Knights of Ren, that would have made sense. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm just poking at all these films now, uh, so the actual review is nicer. Ben or Kylo. Spoke to Han, but it was a memory. So basically, Kylo was just dreaming Han to tell him whatever he wanted him to tell him. Mm. <laughs> it's like, um, so it, it's a memory, it's not a false ghost, it's not, it's no form of Han actually. So it's like in his head, Kylo's going, um, oh, he, uh, he's getting this down to a uh, uh, forgive him, which is uh, stupid. And then, you know, Kylo tries to kill Rey, despite not wanting to kill her, but also wanting to kill her. But that's his whole uh, speed skipping, ending up in safe places every single time, should have ended up in a wormhole. Um, uh, you know, Luke's home should be a museum. A bit, yeah. Well, it's like that's the home of the greatest hero of all time. That should be a museum. It shouldn't be abandoned. Luke, goddamn, Luke Skywalker grew up there. And it's like that's not that's not something little. He's a, a borderline celebrity in this universe, and yet his house was abandoned and buried in sand. It just doesn't compute. Um. Just, I, I hate these films because these are the these are only the ones I have off the top of my head, plus two that are from the you know, Den of Geek or whatever. Mm. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, on our slash saltier than crate, um, there is a. Comprehensive list of all the plot holes, retcons, and inconsistencies of the Rise of Skywalker. Uh so this is pages long. Um. Ooh, let's try and find some potholes and slash inconsistency. How the hell are the Death Star remain so gigantic when we saw it blown to smithereens at the end of? Oh, Return of the Jedi. It was dust. But no, there's just a massive chunk. Did you not see that giant chunk that flew off? Ended up in like a light speed lane and ends up on another moon of Vendor, you know?
1: No, <laughs> I, I don't
0: think I did see that. Oh, uh, That is canonically what happened. It ended up uh, That chunk ended up in like a light speed bit thing and ended up on the moon of Vendor. And still had all its windows intact. Well, no, not all of them. There were still, like, windows that hadn't completely eviscerated.
2: Uh,
0: How how does an ancient Sith, Sith dagger point to the location of the holocron in the Death Star? Is it not older than the events of Return of the Jedi, unless the writing and design changes something? So, the thing with the knife is... So, this the death star is so big that it would move uh it being big does not mean it wouldn't move so unless that knife was made uh maybe 10 minutes before the film began maybe a month maybe a year tops but it was also used to kill Ray's parents but it uh. would have moved by then so that just doesn't function and also how would they know where to land to look at it so that the little arrow thing points at where the, they need to go mm-hmm. oh that's, yeah that's annoying um
1: There's quite a lot of, like, different things within the story that you think that they'll make any sense, and, uh...
0: They were in the so, universe, yeah.
1: Like at the end of the day, you you sat there like, this makes no sense, yet yeah, I'm still here watching this.
0: Yeah, because it's my once-loved franchise. Oh.
1: Uh <sighs> Hmm. Well, Oh, well, let's see where it goes from here.
0: Oh, yeah, this is, um, let's skip that one. Ah. The galaxy has been privy to the First Order's activities since TFA and the fall of the New Republic, yet didn't lift a finger to ever help until now. How did Lando ever manage to reach that many people in such a quick amount of time? And I think the thing with this is the the Battle of Crate wasn't a hopeless situation. Uh, the battle on Exegol was the battle on Exegol. They were so far outnumbered. The battle on Crate, it required maybe a, a group of ships to come and pick them up. So why would you come when you're likely going to die instead of when you know? Oh. <laughs> Republic just needs a uh, pick up. Mm-hmm. Um uh, why are the resistance so still so heavily under equipped after TLJ? Didn't Luke sacrifice inspire others to want to join them? As the story even managed to reach the slave kids on Cantobite, which weren't saved. They saved the animals over the children, but that's a question for another day. Um Yeah. If if that story reached Slave Kids on Canto right? no, it got through to no one else except, like, uh, Admiral Ackbar's kid or whatever.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: mm. Oh. <coughs> yeah, let's skip that.
0: Even though Rey is a Palpatine and Ben Solo has seemingly redeemed himself, the spirits of the Jedi help her to stop Palpatine and do nothing for Ben. Uh, Yep. Palpatine's force lightning is big enough to spread out and electrocute ships that are miles apart from each other but can't create a large enough vortex to get around two lightsabers in a cross formation. Yep. And Also, why didn't he stop? You know, as soon as he realized, oh, this is deflecting back on me. Uh, No, I'm just going to keep going until I've been burnt to dust.
1: Well, then again, in the prequels, the exact same thing happened, but just scarred his face.
0: Yeah, but I'm I'm also pretty sure... So, no, but that's uh, that's the problem with them superpowering his lightning. Like, oh, it can take out all these ships, but two lightsabers. Like, if they kept it as normal, yeah. Mace window sure was going to win that fight until Anakin stepped in. But, you know, when his lightning is at such power and just two lightsabers does it, that just feels wrong. I don't hate it. And in a better film, it would bother me slightly less. But I don't think there was a better film where Palpatine came back So
1: Yeah.
0: Um... Why would Palpatine announce his return to Galaxy and lure people who could stop him to a secret hideaway when his star destroyers aren't even able to rise off the planet? Go, yeah, unable to rise off the planet. Yeah. And also, why can't Shield work in our atmosphere? And also, how can shields not? And also, how can ships not know which way is up? They're my own additions.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Cause
0: oh yeah can't activate sh- shield in the atmosphere. I seem to remember that happening on Hoth, and a lot of other occasions where shields have been active in atmosphere. But you know, a uh, new logic because we need to find a way of defeating these massive things. Uh, if Leia actually had a feeling, slash vision that her son would turn to the dark side that caused her to give up her lightsaber and training, why wasn't Ho and Luke more prepared for Ben's fall to the dark side. True,
1: yeah, true. <laughs>
2: um.
0: Mm. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. No, I'll say that. Um. Also, Ray. Also, I'm just as much of a skulker as Ray is, but that's a story for another time. I've finished these because there's three different sections and they're the only ones that fit what I'm talking about um yeah do you have anything else or is this going to be another short one
1: I think obviously with the whole dynamic of how the story goes within the sequel trilogy it's basically all based on not just one person but two different people's directions am not gonna you have both ryan um ryan johnson and
0: uh
2: um
1: jj abrams jj abrams yeah yeah ryan johnson and jj abrams both of their um both their dynamics are mixed together and because jj abrams was not the person to do the second film and he only got to do the first and third of the sequel trilogy it kind of ruined it a bit because it means that JJ, has to, JJ Abrams has to pick up where Ryan Johnson left off and try and make it make sense whereas if he had done all three it probably would have made a bit more sense.
0: Yeah well um, the thing I have is <laughs> that is so many of the falls uh, I put out then from so in, and I had for myself were JJ Abrams ideas I think Ryan Johnson did a terrible job, uh, but I also think J.J. Abrams did just as bad, if not worse. Um. Uh,
1: so, uh, quick question: If Ryan Johnson was the one who had done all three of the films, what state do you think it would have been in?
0: Um. So I think he would have trashed Star Wars and the canon, the logic behind it. But I think the films would have been better structured, better written. They'd look better. Uh, and they wouldn't do the same story again. I don't think Ryan Johnson. I th- Sorry, who would you rather have a full Ryan trilogy or a full of JJ trilogy? Uh,
1: before I answer that, can I, I have a question. Yeah. Has Ryan Johnson ever worked on anything like this before? Like, um, so like space wise?
0: Um, no, but he's done a lot of good sort of. Drama type thing. Uh, hold on, let me check. Because everything else I've seen of him has been pretty good. Loop is quite good. Knives Out is pretty good. Um, Brick is quite good. Um, no, he he hasn't. But he's done things that have the same quality writing as like he his writing is pretty great. Uh, some of the time, but most of all, you want his visual flair and everything he does everything directs he gets the best performances yeah, out of actors i would say what i said about writing was wrong uh now that isn't written particularly great but he's I gonna think... get the most out of your actors and the best look possible
1: well my only okay my only issue is about that because jj abrams has worked with things to do with like space and like space because he's done Star Trek. <laughs> Obviously, he's kind of like he's kind of more experienced in it. But obviously, at the same time, from from what you've told me, Ryan Johnson has done some other good things.
0: I think Ryan Johnson probably has better filmography. Um, so J.J. Abrams, (coughs) so Lost is not a TV show until you get down to the uh, end of it. Um, but like. Uh, so JJ J. Abrams, all of his Star Trek films are pretty much universally hated. Um, uh, and I just wouldn't trust JJ J. Abrams with Star Wars. Um, Star Trek if if he couldn't write Star Trek, Star Trek, I believe the expectations are probably slightly lower. Like yeah because uh, Star Trek's been through a lot more. Uh, like, a lot of TV things and, like, things that... To do Star Trek well, you just need to be competently written. Star Wars, you need to be competently written. You need to have a good visual flair, which I think J.T. kind of has. He has the right visual flair, but he doesn't really show it off in any films other than Super 8. Have you seen Super 8?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've seen Super
0: right? He... he, he That's probably his best film, but I'd say... Outside of that, he just doesn't have the visual flair. He doesn't have the writing flair. He doesn't. I don't think he directs action scenes very well. Um, Ryan Johnson, I don't think he directs action scenes very well either. But at least he has that visual flair, and I think there's a level higher of competent storytelling.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I would personally take a Ryan Johnson trilogy because even if it destroys the canon, it's going to be an alright trilogy at worst, and. But like, competently written or, right, like, trilogy. I just think J.J. So, Abrams runs it all into the ground in yeah. every way.
1: With, okay, with, uh, with The Rise of Skywalker, do you think that the only reason that, so tell me if you agree with this, do you think that the only reason why Rise of Skywalker didn't do that great is because of the restrictions that were put onto J.J. Abram by um, Disney and um, Captain Kennedy.
0: Uh, no, because I read the uh, leaks and a lot of things that went with them. Ninety percent of the leaks were true, uh, and were in the film. So if you read the leaks in like March, the year before the film came out, you'd know. Yeah. Um, there was an action f- scene which was removed, which Daisy Ridley despises. Everyone involved for removing that, but uh, where Daisy Ridley was, Ray and Kylo were kicking. Palpatine to nothing like he was getting destroyed by them uh, oh, and that's why it was removed because people hate overpowered right because it is bad um I have lost track of the original oh um so yeah a lot of things in leaks since a, oh JJ wanted this he didn't want this uh, most of the stuff he wanted sounded terrible a different kind of terrible but terrible I would not trust him See, I'd probably trust him less with his own interpretation. I kind of wanted to see the son of Mortis, who was going to be played by Matt Smith, but I don't think it would have been done well based on what we read. Based on all the leaks, that was not going to be done well at all.
1: Well, there's always uh, Kenobi for that. Yeah, but... Hmm. Because that does kind of make more sense having it with a character that was actually from that era. Yeah,
0: even though... The Kenobi show I don't think needs to exist. Um because all of it's been told in books and Kenobi lived a pretty boring life.
1: Um he oh, can't going healing... at least we're getting Hayden Christians and back.
0: Yeah, that'll be kind of fun. Even if he meets Vader, then that creates a bunch of issues. But they will end up doing it and it will end up sucking. But you know,
1: I think, what... think it'll more be like forced visions as like as in like what uh Anakin could have been.
0: I hope so. I really hope so. Maybe flashbacks. I want some flashbacks. Um, but yeah.
1: yeah. Apparently think... we are um, getting um, flashes to uh, the Clone Wars. Within yeah. the series. Which I'm actually excited to see. Yeah.
2: But um,
0: yeah. I mean, just... Oh. So. Oh. Yeah, I think. So, I asked you, would you rather take Ryan's or JJ's then?
1: Um, I think probably Ryan's. Yeah. Because obviously, I've not seen much of of JJ uh, Abrams' Star Trek. Obviously, there were a few things. There are a few issues with like a lot of the things that I've seen. Well, both of them have done issues that have kind of helped, like bring Star Wars down, like with the sequel trilogy. But obviously, from what I've seen, I think obviously, um, probably Ryan Johnson. If he had the, if he could have done all three, I think it could have been quite good. Yeah. But, yeah. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think, to be honest, either of them, it would destroy the canon. See, I think, um, I, I struggle to see who you'd pick. But what you need is someone who was a Star Wars fan, who grew up as a Star Wars fan, but also kind of also grew up as a Clone Wars fan and grew up as a prequel fan. I don't like the prequels, but you need to tie them in. If this is the end of the Skull Saga, I want a conclusion to the prequels the originals and the young story the sequels yeah. tell. Um, and You don't need to do that. Go on.
1: So why did JJ Abrams leave?
0: Le- leave what?
1: So obviously he didn't do so he so when so obviously after the Force Awakens, Brian Johnson took over. So why so I can't remember why he why JJ Abrams didn't come back to do the last jedi
0: yeah
1: i i, um, I got confused about that
0: so repeat okay, yourself um
1: so why did jj abrams leave after um the force awakens but then return for the rise of skywalker uh, oh
0: um because so there was gonna be they didn't want one director to tell the whole trilogy they wanted um, it's sort of a passing of the token thing. So it was originally going to be J.J. Ryan, Colin Trevorrow.
2: Mm-hmm. But Colin
0: Trevorrow got fired. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy wanted to hire Ryan Johnson to do Nine, but Boba Iger didn't want to. And they end up settling on J.J. Abrams again. Um,
2: okay.
0: Which I don't think it should have happened. I think it should have gone out and found another director. But I don't think anyone would want to direct that mess. Because it's already set up to be a mess. JJ Abrams did not help. But either way, best case scenario, this film is there.
1: So why? Okay, so obviously because they wanted a different director for each film. Obviously, I know that a few directors are a bit afraid to step into certain areas. But if you think about it, if like any like director could have come in and probably have added something new... To it. I'm not gonna lie, you could have had, um, uh, what's it? You know, uh, Kevin Smith. Not yeah. Kevin Smith. Yeah, so basically, if he had come, um, I think his name's Kevin Smith, i can't remember. The guy uh, who, who can't see uh, W shoes. Yeah.
0: Oh, uh, who does, a uh, Jay and Silent Bob.
1: Yep, that's him. Yep. So if he had come in and done it, because obviously he is a fan of Star Wars. I know that like he's obviously a fan of like a lot of like, sci-fi things. He could have actually done it.
0: Yeah, but I would never put 300 million at the feet of Kevin Smith, and I think he would have rejected it anyway. Kevin Smith's a fan, but he is not a good writer under any stretch. He's not a filmmaker, really. He's not good at making films. He is a fun uh, guy, and Jay and Silent Bob is funny. But I don't think he's much more than just sort of like a low-budget comedy director. I I like him as a person. He seems like a really nice guy, but I'd never put three inch million at his feet. I, could, I couldn't I imagine doing that. A G and Silent Bob, they're good, but they're not like properly good. They don't have a visual flair. They don't have really strong structured writing. They're just like a fun way to kill half an hour. Mm-hmm. Well, not an hour, a, a couple hours. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. Obviously if a if a specific director did decide to step in that arena, then obviously they'd have to bring something that will help sell it. Yeah.
0: Uh, but, I don't know. I think because well, they sacked Trevor. like. Not long before eight came out, right? On, I'll find it. Um, uh, mm-hmm. no. Disney Fire um I'm trying to find your initial. uh fifth of September, twenty seventeen. Uh, Which was not long before um, uh, 9 came, or 8 came out. So at that point, 8 was coming out. Um, 8 was about to come out. There was a two-year window there. So I don't think they hired J.J. JJ Abrams that quick. I do want to hire... JJ. Um, I want to find when that uh, when the article came out I don't I can't find when JJ was really, was really hard even though I think it was just after TLJ or maybe just before um I think that he was given two years to make a, like, a 400, 500 million pound dollar film, and that's not enough. Like, Infinity War and Endgame are flukes. They are both solid, at the worst, at the best, incredible, and they, that was, like, a one billion dollars spent on the two of them combined. Uh, and, like, they are done by the Russo's, they're done by people who are really competent at writing, people who have experience of this universe, people who embrace everything, people who have like dabbled with so many characters and got on so many characters right. Like, they did Civil War before they did Infinity War and Endgame, and in that film, everyone was characterised so well, all the character arcs were logic like a logical next step. But every single character, they understood all the characters and where the story came from and where it's going. When they were hired to Infinity War and Endgame, they'd proven themselves on the first Captain America. They doubly proved themselves on no, they proved themselves on Captain America two, and they doubly proved themselves on Civil War, where they had a massive ensemble and they made it work incredibly. And then in Infinity War, they did it even better, and then Endgame, they it was a given that they'd do it. Or well, they mm-hmm. planned. They filmed both at the same time. Um Yeah, so it's not like that. It's not like the Russos. J- hiring Jane J. Abrams is nothing like the Russos. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's all a bit of a mess. Do oh. you have anything else you want to say?
2: Um...
1: Not really, I don't really have anything else to
0: say on it. Yeah, also, just for reference, I don't think Dave Filoni was the person who should have been hired for any of this film. I don't think he should be hired to oversee this universe. Um, but you know, do what we gotta do. Neither would I think John Favreau would have made a fine episode seven, eight, even. I don't think he would have done eight and nine, but he would have done seven fine. I think he was probably the obvious option. But hey, it's a bit late for that. Now, um, but Mandalorian is not that great. It's a rough watch. I don't think Dave Filoni's incredible. Like, we just have to remember that two thirds of that final season of Clone Wars is not that good at all.
2: Okay.
0: Old Friends Not Forgotten was the first good episode of that series, personally.
2: But... Yeah.
0: And like I don't I just don't think you can endlessly please Feloney for the stuff that happened. Or for everything. So I don't know. I think that's it for the episode right there. Yeah. Alright, this is it from me. I've been Luke, he's been Fred. Ta ta